I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to PSA Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. And my name is James Petrogallo. This is, this is one of the worst. So buckle up. We are bringing you the very best no, this the, week. <laughs> this one was extra, Especially uh, painful. Yeah. If this is your first week with us, welcome. If this is not your first week, welcome back. Uh, you are wonderful. We appreciate you. We thank you for being here with us to That's quite the affirmation you're giving. These, That's nice movies and relive these tales in painful and excruciating detail <laughs> did you like my dermot mulroney impression yeah, that's pretty much the impression of the yeah. male prostitute in this movie hey who, he's an escort okay. he's not an escort he's an escort no thank you for your reviews on you apple give, podcasts okay we'll get into it later okay um thank you for your patreon donations thank you for being yourselves uh yes we are on patreon thank you for not asking patreon.com slash you got high gold y-o-u-g-o-t-h-e-i-g-l-d uh we talk about 90 day fiance plotsy make your own rom-com yeah bonus um, other reality television shows weird that stuff. we love so um yeah that's what we do we work on that though we come up with like games and stuff we're trying yeah we're trying to do we stuff. give a shit yeah um we have a fun where uh, it's called Plotsy, where I showed James movie posters that he's never seen before, and he tries to tell me what he thinks that they're about. We've recreated movies. Shockingly, I'm never right. There's always unnecessary violence in there. Um, And then also, we also played a Make Your Own Rom-Com, where we chose our lead character, love interest, what job they have, where they are, and the thing that they have to overcome. Uh, James got like Gene Hackman as the love actor one time. It's weird. Yeah, you gotta hear it. James... I didn't do that on purpose, but he got a yeah, he got I a bad him. pick. Yeah. All right. Last week we watched the wonderful honeymoon in Vegas, and this week we watched the wedding date. Mm. Um, it's everyone's favorite movie. Uh, but next week, James is going to pick the movie. Yeah, I haven't decided um, yet. It'll be decided. something good, though. Yeah, um, I'm sure it will be. Yeah, it'll uh, be and, romantic, I'll tell you that much. And then after that, uh, will be our bye week. Yeah, we'll be off for a week. <laughs> We're doing uh, three weeks on and one week off, just so that we can pretend to be people. Um, and then for our 50th episode, we're going to do Grease 2. That yeah. was a miserable movie. No, you It's worse than the it. first one. It's worse than the first okay, one. Okay, well, is Grease 2 better or worse than Grease Live? Mm, that's a tough one. That's a toss-up. We'll get into it on episode 50. We're going to have to get into it. But okay. again, this week we watched The Wedding Date 2005, one hour, 29 minutes, probably the best part about this movie, starring Deborah Messing, Debron? Deborah Messing. Debron and Messing. De- Ooh, that's a better name. I, I think so, too. Makes okay. her sound stronger. Debron Messing. <laughs> Debron. 
aka Dmas, and Dermot Mulroney. We'll call him probably Mulroons for the whole episode because I believe we called him Mulroons in a different episode. So I'm going to call we... him filthy, diseased, dicked male prostitute. No, he's not. <laughs> that's what he no, is. He's a male escort and he's wonderful. James, we've got I a found... sexual price list. Okay, I found a very great review and I just I could not pass it up. Okay, okay, this is on IMDb. It the the subject is very sweet. Oh, this is very yeah. Seven stars out of ten. Hard. By <laughs> by Sharon Hunt. Mm. Okay, so you gotta love everything that Sharon Hunt does. Okay, yeah, okay. because I'm pretty sure I've been called Sharon Hunt a time or two. <sighs> what do you got? Critics, shriddicks. I loved the movie. <laughs> to me, this is a great romantic comedy. It has a sweet heroine and a gorgeous man who literally is the perfect guy for her. Like critics say, it was predictable, but the movie ended exactly like what I wanted it to, fuck? so I wasn't disappointed at all. I left my boyfriend in front of the TV drinking beer and watching the Super Bowl with his buddies. Hey, if men can have a fantasy world to escape into, so can I. Sometimes it's great to just go to the movies and escape into a romantic fantasy. I wish that every guy would see this movie because they could learn something about what women want from the leading man. It's really not that hard, guys. I think this movie was the perfect escape for women who don't want to watch football. Yeah, the football's Sharon. The football's not the escape. Getting away, you leaving—that's his escape. Because if you like this movie, you are awful. I yep. assume. I can only assume you're awful if you wow. like this movie. She has rated a lot of movies, and maybe Sharon Hunt's segment will be. What do you think her Yelp history is like right now? Oh my god! Well, she rated Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp <laughs> eight out of ten. So I don't what? like Sharon. Sharon, I'm upset with you, and I need to discuss if your husband. Yeah. Oh. She's a married hunt. Never Sharon, mind. Sharon's a moron. She's, it's fine. Clearly. Sharon, get it together. Might be your maiden name. You, okay. You're a hunt and you're married, so. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Such a heathen. I took your Twitter name. Yeah, that's What was more do you funny. want? I don't care. Okay, don't great. Shit, what your name is. The IMDb description, besides that beautiful fucking poetry that Sharon wrote. <laughs> Single girl anxiety, not a real thing, causes Cat Ellis to hire a male escort to pose as her boyfriend at her sister's wedding. Her plan, an attempt to dupe her ex-fiancé, who dumped her a couple years prior, proves to be her undoing. The, what? The first <laughs> sentence should be exactly as it is. You said that's not a thing, but it should be single single girl, comma, anxiety, because that should be her name. She is a single girl, and she has a ton of anxiety. Her name but should I be anxiety. I don't think that her, it's because she's single that that's why she has anxiety. If she was a dwarf, she'd be anxiety dwarf. That's what I she think would she be. she has a lot of anxiety for a lot of other reasons, and yeah. it's, not, it's not because <laughs> well, she is single. <laughs> no, well, she's got just issues. Yeah, she needs like... She needs a lot of therapy before she, she gets into the single part. The yeah. single part's fine. So She's doing okay. Okay. The tagline here is, love doesn't come cheap. Mm, okay. Okie dokie. The fun fact is, without the credits, this movie runtime is 78 minutes. I know. It's wonderful. Beautiful. That's, that was the best part of this the This movie. movie was like a commercial for a, a romantic comedy. It was fine. It was fun. It was dumb. It was mind-numbing. It was awesome. Um and the thing that okay, so I guess it was based on a book and on on Facebook <laughs> this did not need uh, on Facebook a, a every story yeah on uh, on Facebook somebody commented on the picture that I announced that this is the movie and they were like they just totally did wrong to the book yes <laughs> the book Jesus yes. Christ yeah the to the literary <laughs> <gasps> speaking of doing wrong Jesus to the book Christ. we have to do the Twilight series <gasps> no yes no yeah! no. <laughs> 
Twilight. No, I'm going to put my foot down on Twilight. If we do Twilight, you can pick one. I will not do all of them. I can't take it. All of them. No, I will not engage her Mormon fantasy world. I can't handle it. Here to no. Twilight. No, not happening. All right, you ready to get into this movie? Ah, oh, God damn it. Okay. I, I, yeah. We begin, please. we begin our journey with a newspaper, and they're circling and starring all these male escorts from like the classified And this is the like credits. A catalog. Yeah, this is the opening credits. Yeah, we're this starting isn't... out, and we're seeing names, and the, the you know, it's computers circling the thing and starring, you know, male escorts' names and... It's a newspaper personal ad thing, and all the guys are like, you know, 29, ski instructor type, blah, 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 you know, you know, this, I was reading the things, the ones that are circled. The slopes. Yeah, they were all like, you know, hey, handsome, like all the, it said male escorts. Yeah, it's all it male like, escorts. Yeah, and she got out of like I think it's like a catalog or I don't know yeah, if it's in the newspaper. It's probably but like I the Village Voice or some shit well, in the back of that. Yeah, she's in New York. She's also reading an interview with the male escort that she chooses, Dermot Mulroney. So apparently, like he had this full. It's the New like, York Times Magazine. New York Times. Oh yeah, that's right. It was in New York <laughs> we Times. We find out later. And they're like interviewing this man. I mean, good for him. He's making obviously good money. Okay. Clearly. Anyway, we get some not so very smooth shots of New York City, um, and then we yeah. have like a, a voicemail happening. So you hear like, "This is Cat. Leave a message at the beep." And then it's Dermot Mulroney. The tones, the dulcet tones of the Mulrones. <laughs> He's explain. Um, he, what he does is he explains the entire plot of the yes. movie over the course of an answering yeah. machine. It's a, I've never seen a movie where there's you know there's usually a little exposition yeah. or a voiceover. This is just hi. This is a character you haven't seen yet. The disembodied yeah. voice of Dermot Mulroney. I'll be telling you about your plot. He was like the pilot. Like, let yeah. me tell you, we'll be flying he's, over the Grand Canyon today. She's <laughs> brushing her teeth. Yeah. And it's like... Just telling you what the path is going to be in this yeah. movie. And he's like, listen, I know you're nervous. I'm going to have to send a messenger to come pick up my ticket. Yeah, but don't worry. I'm going to make your ex-fiance. I'm gonna, it's like, he's like, I'm going to go to your sister's wedding and make your ex-fiance so jealous. He's going to regret losing you. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Is that it's the like, whole plot? Okay. That's the whole plot. So right, now we understand the plot of the movie, which is fine. Uh, oh, yeah. And he says, got all seven of your voicemails. So I just don't think that she has single girl anxiety. I think that she has a lot. Different. Oh, problems. she's just anal completely in every aspect of everything. Yeah. So he says, your ex-fiance will regret ever leaving you and your family will believe that we are in love. Right to business. The Mulroney. Mulroney well, yeah. He's, he's getting it, you know? Yeah. Um, so there is a messenger that comes p- and picks up the ticket. Um, so it's this guy and he knocks on the door and, you know, Deborah Messing is running out, you know, over to the door. She's all frantic and she gives him the envelope and she's like holding on to it. And she says, like, she's holding on to it. Tight. And she's yeah. like, are you going to give it to me? And she says, this is a plane ticket for a date to my sister's wedding. A blind wedding. date. A blind date, yeah. yeah. You know, to my sister's wedding. <sighs> like, you know, yeah, whatever. Like, okay. Again, no subtext, only text. No. And he goes, well, I have, like, you have to give it to me. And to she's like, go. you're going to have to help me out here. So he has to, like, pull it out of her hands. Like, that's normal. Yeah, and I'm standing there like, this is, okay, now I, I'm from New York and I have, and I I know a few black guys. And I yeah. know one rule is that for, for a black guy, they would go, now, I'm going to try to avoid prying things out of a white woman's hands in the hallway of her apartment <laughs> yeah. complex and apartment building. I think that's just just like because a... you know what I I don't want I'm going to avoid you know what I'm saying just not that that she's in the wrong in any way yeah. but it's like he's I think li- he's like yeah you know what messenger. lady motherfucker you're going to hand that to me I'm not going to end up getting fucking you know yeah I think that that would be anybody's instinct that they would be like I just look you know this looks yeah. really. 
Yeah, but he's, uh, he'd be like, you fuck that. You're going to hand that shit yeah. to me. Yeah. So, you don't know what could happen to me if this is interpreted wrong. So no. She left Dermot Mulroney like seven voicemails, and yet she doesn't answer the phone to like say, hi, I got your voicemail. Thank you so much for no. confirming. Brushes. I just gave, I'm going to give the messenger, uh, I'll keep an eye out for him. Like if she, I would, I would have called and been like, okay, cool. Thank you so much yeah, for nothing, confirming. Nothing doing. I'll look out for a messenger, like whatever. Um, so anyway, she's getting ready to leave. She decides to bum herself out by looking at pictures of her and her ex-fiance. Just she had to show you who he was. Yeah. Also, like a Daniel Craig opens, knockoff. Yeah, and also opens the uh, the box that has her wedding ring or her engagement ring in it for some <laughs> yeah, reason. Well, so let's really torture let's ourselves. Over the ring here. Let's make sure we make it the most painful, and yeah. let's just you know let's let's do it. Um, <laughs> this is the time, by the way. Okay, where we need to discuss why the Mulroons and w- what he does here. Now, okay, I will not because I mean, if it's if it was a lady uh-huh. who was a, a lady of the night in this way, uh-huh. I will let a lady choose what she would like that title to be. That's fine, but he's a guy. He is slinging dingling. So as far as I'm concerned, as another guy. Fuck that. You're not going to sit here and tell me I'm a sex worker. I'm an escort. You, sir, are slinging dick. And well, you are nothing but a filthy dicked slinging prostitute. And wow. I'm sorry. This Have is upsetting that. from you. Why? I don't care. Because you don't it's respect a guy. what Mulroney does. No, he's, I don't. He's providing a therapy service to everyone in this movie. Yeah, that's his That's his front for I'll come over and fuck you because no. no one else wants to. He, that's what he does for Anybody in this movie, if they sit next to Dermot Mulroney, they, do. He, he, they, have, they are enlightened. No, they're enlightened. They say, they say something and then they're like, wow, I totally just saw what my problem yeah. was. So I'm going to say that Dermot Mulroney is an experiential ex- escort. He's a... <laughs> Yes. That's something. He really makes you feel something. He's just so much more than an escort. He's a he's a hustler. I'll say that much. And uh, yeah, he charges. See, you were saying at first he's an escort. He's an escort, and then he comes out and straight up says he has like a sexual price list. So once there's sexual price list is involved, you're no longer an escort. Well, he does say that he charges extra for that. Okay. Anyway, yeah. And as then we he digress, has a, a certain price. B roll of cab money to, blow him. to the airport. She has so many bags. This is like a recurring joke for everything. Um, um, you know, women just like pack a lot. Meh, how much suit? How many suitcases does she have? Like, yeah, it's so heavy. She had such a pain in the ass. There was like four or five of them. Whatever. She looked like it was. She had. They gave her like a royalty type of thing. Like yeah. she has a fleet of. I'm pretty sure bags. Darcy has more. Darcy oh, on 90 Day Fiance. Darcy 100 percent brings more just to go to uh-huh. London for a while to see Tom. Yeah, absolutely. No, she'll never see Tom again. Okay, so no, no, she, she is. Deborah Messing is at the airport. Her flight leaves in 15 minutes. This is 2004 when they're filming this, and we all know that at that time it did not take 15 minutes to do anything at the airport. No, well, she worked there, so I think she yeah. can bypass so things. So she she works there at Virgin Atlantic, and apparently she is the only one that can solve any problems at work, at not, the whole even airport. when she's off. They, the the whole Virgin Atlantic Airlines cannot function no. without Deborah Messing, and it they're is like, obvious. We called the what the fuck is his name we called Richard Branson and we he said yeah. he didn't know he said to ask you yeah so he the, said where's where's Cat well, yeah ask Cat uh, oh <laughs> she's off today well can you find her yeah because I don't know um so because she, she completely handles a customer service call like by the way don't you have to be on a flight in fifteen minutes that's a big airport oh she yeah, is yeah, so it's not she's, like I'm sure she could get one of those carts and they, they where kinda, was that was that Orlando 
I almost cried because we had to take the train, and I was like, yeah. you know, from the from I the. I think it was Orlando. From the check remember. in to the gate, and then we had to because remember we had to the TSA pre check didn't go on our. Oh yeah, we had to do the oh, that ticket, was a mess, and then yeah. we had to go and change it at the gate, and then we, like, we had oh, to no. ride a tram as yeah. well. And I was like, no, we're <laughs> never gonna make. We're it. We're never gonna get out of Florida. Well, remember, Kill me. We we I'm walked up. Florida. We walked up right as they were like calling our names to see if we were boarding. Yeah, we were like, Hi, oh, we're, wait, here. we're here. We swear. <laughs> We swear we're coming. Okay, sorry. Whatever. Yeah. She handles a customer service phone call. She gives them a full refund and 10,000 frequent flyer miles. We never get messing when we have a problem. Ever. Whenever someone was like, you know what? fly Virgin Atlantic zone. Full refund and miles. But it's so funny because she's like secretly giving him a full refund. And then she just like types this weird like gibberish, not even looking at the screen. She's like... Like and three I, keystrokes yeah. for all well, of those oh, yeah. full, requested full things. Full refund, 10,000 frequent flyer miles. Meanwhile, American Airlines has literally lost my bag, and then when I got it, there was a dead baby in it, and they no. still wouldn't give me anything. They oh. still wouldn't give me it. That's how much, how shitty they are. They still wouldn't even, no re- recompense yeah. whatsoever, but these people... Well... Maybe they have, you know, because every single like movie or TV show, the flight, the gate attendant always has like to type like a full novel. Yeah, it's always she just, just to look goes, up if there's pop, flights. Pop, pop, done. Yeah, there you go. Um, we have met our date. She's on the plane. She's hoping that whoever is sitting in three B will be handsome, or they need to look as good as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where we meet the roomster. Hello, <laughs> the-, the flight attendant. Loves the she. He's like, oh, hello, three B. Hello, three B. Which I'm pretty sure anybody would say that in this circumstance. I mean, they really in this movie they make the runester out to be like. Oh, he is prime. Everyone wants to fuck him. Like great even, a. even all the guys in this oh, movie. Everybody. He everybody could be a straight guy him. and they're like, I don't know what it is. Even Deborah Messing's stepdad was like. My balls are tingling. I got to be honest with you. They are. I don't know what it is being in your presence. I just feel like I could make love to you. I don't know what it is. Like, it would be man or <laughs> woman. Be it doesn't matter. I think, I think it would be beautiful music between the two extra. of us. It costs extra. Deborah yeah. Messing is going over on the plane how uh, her family sucks. Um, and then she's being super awkward. And, you know, she's just being yeah. real weird, she's which being is weird. fine. She's nervous. I get it. And uh, we find out that and he they, doesn't speak. He's just sitting there with the champagne like it's cool because he doesn't need to speak. He's allowing rooms. her, but he's allowing her to go through this experience and experience her anxiety and talk herself out of it. Yeah, that's true. Because this is this is where it begins. He's uh, yeah. a calming presence. <laughs> he calms. He is a calming presence. If he was on the Titanic, no one would have worried. No. Well, here's my other question too, what? with about the runes, and this is a serious question. What, what are his? What's her? What are his aspirations in life? Because he looks like here that he's he's clearly pushing forty. You know what I mean? Like he's clearly yeah, in his he's like in late thirties. Yeah. There's not a lot of prostituting time left for him where ladies are going to pay to have him on the arm as our arm candy. I think he's still handsome. He's going to be handsome, when, but these older ladies that pay look. a lot of money, they're not looking for that, though. They're looking to show that they can pull, here's a 28-year-old guy. They don't want to look think, at some handsome older I guy. I think That's he's like matter. Captain Lee, no matter what. Nah, but they, everybody wants him to come to dinner. I don't know if they're going to rent him <gasps> for that. What if he becomes a captain of a, of a yacht? Well, that would be different. I think he should become a captain of a yacht. I think I think him, he could be- At the helm? Yeah, he could be captain. Captain Lee's first mate for a while, learn from the from the master, and then okay. uh, sorry, we've been watching a lot of Below Deck. Captain Lee is the it's, best. Yeah, we've okay. decided Captain Lee is by far the best boat captain on here. Objectively, there's no argument. Don't even don't try because we'll argue with you about it. Don't come at me. Nope. Okay, um, Deborah messing there off the plane. 
uh, and she is wearing like a periwinkle blue dress. The Mulroons is wearing a periwinkle blue tie. She doesn't want to be too matchy matchy because mm-hmm. um, then that looks. So it know, looked like they ripped a piece of the fabric for making her dress and made a tie yeah. out of it. Well, it doesn't want to look like they're trying too hard, yeah. which I understand. Which you we know. always look like that when we're never trying. We're okay, all... listen, we wear black t shirts <laughs> and the same jeans. thing. Yeah, That's we wear the same hard, clothes. Yeah. Except for now we start to wear like the same shoe. Yeah, now and... it's starting to get weird. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. That's starting to get strange when we have we we have to like mix We've up the shoes. We've gotten to the point where we'll like look at each other in the car and then we're like, oh come on, yeah, we're like, you, you can't wear that jacket because I'm wearing that jacket, so you have to switch something today. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Weird. <laughs> no, you go change. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, she tries on multiple dresses. You know, I think this is just an ex- excuse to. I don't know. Show how British the guy that works there is. I have no idea. I couldn't even understand him. He's so. But was cockney. it like a bar? I don't where know. Where were they? I, I thought I it was like a hotel lobby, maybe? I have no idea where they were, because there was like... She was know. just dipping into the bathroom while a waiter was cleaning off a table, and then mm-hmm. she'd pop out with different clothes on. It was very weird. I didn't yeah. know what the fuck was going on there. And Mulroon's is, like like I said, he he's an onion, is whatever he is, you know, because you're just like, wow. He's That's just a center? Like, Some dick that costs a certain amount of money. That's what that is. Well, I don't even think that you can boil him down to that. I think that he is a nice... Like he's like a, he's like a good sauce. Really? First you put the oil and then the pepper in, and you let that kind of do smart, its thing. And then, I can't I tell think, if he, yeah, because he's he, like a life okay. coach. He knows everything. But isn't he like? I, I also he think he could be like a Forrest Gump in this movie, where I don't Maybe, think he's very bright. But are you enjoying most, the experience? No, yes. not at all. I'm not yes. at all enjoying it. But we're enjoying he, it. My point is that he, when they talk to him, he doesn't speak back. Like Forrest no, Gump does No, because he's just listening. That's what, that's but, what Sharon wants everybody to But I to think understand. just because he's kind of low cog and he doesn't like have any no, like- No, he's very I, high I, cog. I don't think he has it. Then he just spouts out like some cliche, like life is like a box of chocolates. He's got big it's cog same, energy. It's the same thing that he does. <laughs> but he says, he'll spit out like life is like a box of chocolates. Like like a cliche. None of his shit is like it even is pertained. It is profound. It's not. It's just like it's something- It's beautiful. My mama told- he, All he leaves out is my mama- Mama said. That's the only thing he leaves out. <laughs> That's it. Otherwise, he's Forrest Gump. No, he's got big cog energy. It's he's, fine. He's Gump that can lay down the, some fucking pipe once in a while. That's all. I don't think pipe, Gump was a pipe layer. That's the problem for uh, for Gump. Gumping and pumping. He's gumping and pumping. Gumping and pumping, baby. That's ping pong and fucking. That's what that is. You do some ping pong and then you... <laughs> whoever loses is, I don't know, they have to do all the work. I don't know. Well, whoever loses and has to have sex with Dermot Mulroney, if we're living in this movie, is a very lucky person. <laughs> I guess so. Very lucky. Very lucky. Yeah. You and nothing wrong with Dermot Mulroney. I'm sure he's a lovely man. I, I want guess, him to I have know. his own radio show like Delilah 99.9 KEZ. <laughs> I want her to, ha- I want him to have some advice for everybody. I feel like he's like, hello. <laughs> is that you? Is that you? Of course it's you. I've... I know it's you. I feel like he's like prototype McConaughey. Like, I feel like McConaughey no. looked at him and was like, you know what? I could take that. I could take all that. Right, all right, all right. I could take that piece of romantic comedy pie away from him yeah. in a few years. I feel like he saw this movie and in like did. 2002 and he's like, no, but that's going to be me. I want him to have a radio show and I want people to call in and I want them to say like, you uh, know, yeah, I'll whatever. Do and I want him here. to say- <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates. Let me tell you something about my, what my mama said. I mean, shit. They told me not to say that. He's always real, never phony. <laughs> Your life, love, and happiness advice from Dermot Mulroney. From the Mulroons. On 99.9.
Pujas. Pujas. I don't like this. I'm, I'm, Pujas. I'm okay. disturbed by this movie. So there, he says, she says that she's not sure if she can handle the party. We have been. Um, we have been prepped for the fact that this is going to be a crazy weekend, okay? So he's like, on the plane, he says, I know you didn't want to take that earlier flight. That's okay. You don't have to. It's fine that we have to rush to all the parties and everything now. I know you wanted to get settled before the party, but I appreciate you being flexible. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just... <laughs> it's like silly. He, it does this like silly expository language all the time. Yeah. And I love it because this movie is so dumb that like, I want them to do that. I want them to, I want them to feed me. Yeah. Feed me your horseshit. <laughs> yeah. They, okay. they feed you that horseshit, but they don't feed you horseshit of like, why are... Her parents English, but neither of the kids are yeah. British. They don't. There's a lot of things they don't tell you in this yeah. movie that's very strange. So he says you can never be too sure of anything. So that's why James says that he's like a Forrest Gump or yeah. like, um, uh oh, shit. His mama what said is that. That's all it is. Just shit. My mama said. What was that baseball player? My mama said. What's that baseball what? player that always says stuff like that? Yogi Berra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yogi Berra. Yeah. It's Mulroney's uh, Yogi Berra isms. He's just like. Yeah. You never be too sure of anything. So basically, just isolate all the audio. If you're feeling like shit, just isolate all the audio of Mulroney, and you're going to fucking feel better about your life. Yeah, it's like 12 lines yeah. of kind of like a, <laughs> a reinforcing affirm- affirmation of yourself. All those like memes that you see a bunch of like millennial white girls posting where it's like, know your worth, and then add some interest. Yeah, that would be... Add some tact. Yeah. He's... That's the shit that you get. Be a boss babe. Okay. Well, I don't know if he'd go there. But no, he wouldn't. He's smart enough to know, know not to fall to, from multi-level marketing say, scheme. I was going to say, I don't know if he tried to get you involved in multi-level marketing. Get on the Dermot Mulroney downline. Some chick you went to high school with. They put their coats away, and she just gives them the six thousand, gives him the six thousand dollar fee. Um, yeah, in cash, and she's envelope. like, count it. It's all there. Um, and this is for his escort services. He goes over. You know, she's all embarrassed about this, but yet she's like, let's go to the coat room. I'll exchange cash in like a big envelope, big fat envelope, a big fat envelope, and then you know, while you just run down like the menu of things. That yeah, of what, what am I allowed to do? Can I he, finger your butthole? Is that said, extra? What, is, what do we do here? He, he will cover expenses. And if you want to get intimate, that costs extra. Yeah. Um, she says that she finds sex for money morally repugnant. And then she's like, you know, no offense. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, disrespect, but. Hey, you know, but still, I, I don't know. You keep your dirty dick in your pants is what I'm saying right now. I know it's got you know, saws on it and things that we, I shouldn't want to get involved with. We meet mom, more expository language. I kind of thought that this movie was a lot like Deep Blue Sea, where they have every new character that you meet, you get more like expository. She's like, so yeah, they get I a know more. that you have, you've left no room for jet lag, so I really need you to be on it, because tomorrow we do this, and then the day after we do this, and Dude, then there's the rehearsal dinner. Her and then- mom gives like a five-day schedule of wedding events of like, yeah. we do this tomorrow, then of course there's this tomorrow morning, and then this the next day, and then obviously, I'm like, what the fuck are these people yeah. doing? How yeah. much are they spending on this wedding and all the whole... All the events. They Everybody's were definitely, in fancy It looked like clothes. a royal wedding. Um, oh, good God, yeah. It was ridiculous. They the, had hats. Yeah, <laughs> they had hats. The sister that's getting married is Amy Adams, everybody's favorite. Uh, everyone's always saying, in this whole movie, you need to understand this. So she has been wronged by, uh, Deborah Messing has been wronged by her ex-fiance. Yeah. And no one, no one, and I mean literally no one, doesn't mention 
that they she's been do. wrong, yeah. including at the mom's toast. The mom's toast to the bride and groom to be. She says at One the beginning pre wedding events. We always thought that we would marry Cat off first, and you all know how that went yep. down. And it was like I'm Jesus, like, yep. mom. Yeah, like, she got left. Now she's a miserable twat. You can see her right there. Yeah. Hi, Cat. How you doing, sweetheart? Oh, hi, yeah, Nick. How are you? you? Look at the Mulroons. You look at him. Hey, look at this. A handsome guy. And then yeah. Always real, never she's, phony. Yeah, she's real broken Here up about is, the fiance. Dermot Mulroney. The, okay. The fact that he doesn't speak much tells that's you. What, that's what Sharon said that everybody, about. that she said every man should watch this and see what a woman wants, which is yeah. Dermot Mulroney and just be quiet and say something stupid. Stand there and, and Have charge. Have no opinion. And charge for cock. That's what you do. Big cog energy. That's right. Gonna listen. Okay, anyway. Um... There's an awkward encounter with Deborah Messing and the ex-fiance outside the toilet. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird He's place. Like, you look gorgeous, and then like, but the toilet is They're right like, there, right over there. It's, there's bubble and squeak shit waft coming out of the fucking every time someone opens the door. You know what I'm saying? There's a, no one wants that. Ooh, that's not a you good place gorgeous. to talk. It doesn't smell gorgeous. Mm, right now. This is great. Mm, look at that. I smell everyone's breakfast. How come? How come you're? How come you're making that face? No, no, no. You look pretty. It's just no. It's good. Maybe we could dodge the particles that are going to be flying into our eyes here, <laughs> possibly, and just do this in a less uh, gross location. Let's get away from the fecal matter. Okay, Ugh. so we meet Deborah Messing's um, cousin TJ. She turns around and looks at the ex-fiance uh, Jeffrey, and she says that you know you, in no uncertain terms, you dumped my cousin. You're gross. I'm taking my cousin away from you. You suck. Yeah. You she's know. like the most tolerable character in the movie. She yeah. like smokes while she does everything, and, and shit. she's pretty cool. Then she, you know, basically she might as well have told him you belong in the bathroom because. Yeah, she just was like, you suck, and that was that. Yeah. But then we find out why, too. Later, yeah, so. of course. He's a prick. We don't like him. Yeah. Okay. Um, Amy Adams wants Deborah Messing's drink. I kind of get the sense that Amy Adams is kind of an asshole in this movie. Uh, she is oh, really the true villain of this movie. Yeah. Um, but she's like pouting and like acting like a toddler that she wants her sister's drink, and then Deborah Messing like passes it over to her. Um then, yeah, that was weird. She's like, she wants to like show that she has like this weird domination over her sister. That everybody it's, babies her, yeah, uh, or that like she won because she's getting married first, almost type of. thing. Oh yeah, the whole thing is definitely throwing everything in her face that she yeah. can. Like, mm-hmm. give me your drink because it's my weekend, and everybody because yeah. Deborah Messing says finally excuse for you to the whole world, the to whole world around to revolve around. around. And she's like, I know. Um, so that we meet the groom to be, I think it's that guy from Pirates of the Caribbean that Kira Knightley is it? Maybe. Maybe. I don't fucking know. He's pretty random generic. I don't remember what his name was. Generic Englishman number four. Who cares? Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Mulroons. Oh, so Deborah Messing and Mulroons, they, um, agree to do dance lessons before the wedding. Uh, with them, they're like, "Oh, you don't know how to dance," and the you know the groom's like, "No, yeah, like of course I don't know how to dance. No, so stupid to know how to dance." So then, fucking yeah, Messaroon so, says, uh, "Messaroone." They uh, decide to go to dance lessons with them because why not? If they made a cookie, it would be a Messaroon. Oh, I like that. If the couples that came up with a special cookie and mm-hmm. marketed it yep. themselves. We're not telling you what to do, Deborah Messing and Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> but you but... could make a mess of rune, and I think it would be delicious. No coconut, please. I hate coconuts. Yeah, so please, no else coconut. I'm good with. Yeah. Make, if it could be like a shortbread type of thing, I would cool. really enjoy that. Yeah. 
Maybe like a. We'll remember, discuss cookies later. We'll remember discuss. Remember E.L. Fudge, if you could possibly make it something along the lines of that. Those were good. Yeah. So I, love I would e. like fudge. those. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mulroons finds uh, Deborah Messing's ex fiance, and the, you know, he's talking about that the girl that he loves is with somebody else, and then the camera pans over to Deborah Messing and Amy Adams. And so we kind of get the, the sense here um, that. That he is, you know, jealous and wants his ex fiance back. Yeah. That's what yeah. you're, that's what we're made to believe. Absolutely. Um, Dermot Mulroney says to Deborah Messing that, um, you know, he's crazy for you. Like, he's like, he's gassing her up. He's like, yeah. yeah. It's he like, was oh. talking about this and like, yeah, girl, he's totally thirsty for you. He's, he has had his spinning, is I what he was saying. I think he would charge you extra. No, I mean, it's weird, right? I mean, for yeah. free, who the fuck would do that? But still. Uh, Mom yeah. would. He's so. He's an enigma. Well, they yeah. bring their luggage to mom and dad's house again. This is where we find out that you know Deborah Messing just has so much luggage, and um, they're allowed to share a room. It seems to be her old bedroom, and this is where I started asking. It's got her air supply poster. Yeah, in the this closet. is where I started asking. Um, okay, so she lives in New York now, and she doesn't have an accent. Do we ever learn, like, because her mom kind of has an accent, and then her, her mom is like a snotty rich an, person accent. Like, yeah, no, come just, here, darling. Well, she's like just a, a lady. She's one of the professors from um, yeah. Legally Blonde. Yeah. Uh, and she's. Fancy accent. One of those. Yeah, like a, it's a fancy accent. Come but, to the fundraiser, love. Like, she's that yeah. kind of accent to the New York people. Yeah, so I, I don't know, because, like, the Amy Adams doesn't, but it seems like they grew up in London. I don't know. Yeah, because the, the stepdad says later that he met a, he met Deborah Messing when she was just a little girl. Okay, yeah. and so the the fa- the father, the ste- Deborah Messing stepfather, is her little sister's real father. That's how yeah. that works. So, seems like, I guess, they all moved the three of them amy adams the mother and the father all moved to london after amy adams was an adult to where she was old enough to not develop a british accent and why would deborah messing's room have an air supply poster that's my point that she liked when she was a a kid 83 it said tour 83 so she was there in 83 which was when she was like a young teenager which would make her sister small so amy adams fucking grew up in london and has no british accent whatsoever none and she was there from the time she was at at least a small baby, which would mean she would be extremely British, and she is fucking not. So yeah. this movie holes in your shit all over it. I'm sorry, I've had it with this movie. We should stop right now because I think we we just blew the whole plot apart. Yeah. Thank you very much, everybody. It's been very fun. No, we have to talk no? all about Dermot Mulroney. Shit, it was worth a shot. But no. damn it. It was not worth the shot. I just blew the whole thing. I'm sorry. Amy Adams, either they were like, listen. Yeah, we have a lot of questions. You're not good at accents. What we'd like to discuss with you is there's a lot of questions. Has Amy Adams ever done a British accent in a movie? I don't know. Find that. Figure that out, everybody. If she has, (laughs) (laughs) because I want to know why she didn't use one in this movie. So anyway, as as they're like getting settled in her childhood bedroom, they are like oddly interviewing each other yeah. and he's like oh so i thought you said that you didn't you've never seen me because he he sees she brought the article with she's her kind of ripped out the, the magazine new york article. times article and i was like what are you doing she's just looking over it doesn't have pictures on it it's, not like it's she's, like all crinkled like she's been reading yeah, it and so she's like jerking off in it she's asking him questions like why did you say this but he's like 
oh, I thought you'd never heard of me before. That's what it said in your voicemail. And it was, okay. Yeah. Like, it is weird that I have the interview, but you made a public interview. Of course I'm going to read Either it. Either way, I gave you $6,000. This isn't yeah. about, what are we and talking I about? I give you extra. Yeah, remember? What's extra? So, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Like, yeah. what are we talking about? Our moral responsibility, I whether paid, we're honest with each other? I paid $6,000 to ask you these questions. Yeah, right? You flew all the way over here yeah. for it. Well, fuck out of here. No. Anyway, so... No respect for the, for the Mulroons. She is brushing her teeth again. Good dental health. That's good. Yeah. Um, brushing her teeth, and she's on her tiptoes, and he asks her, are you always on, your, on the tip of your toes because you're a ballerina or from a lifetime of walking on eggshells? <laughs> he is a therapist. She says it's from a lifetime of walking on eggshells, and she just closes the door and, and she said, says, what? I never did ballet. Pow. You know why? Because she fucking, <laughs> he hit a nerve. Boom. Boom, pow, eggshells. Boom, pow, maroon nerve. Maroon <laughs> 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 a nerve. <laughs> this fucking movie is the worst. The best is what he means to say. Okay. It's so bad. So, Dermot Mulroney starts taking his shirt off and then he takes his underwear off while walking. In the what? middle of walking, he uses one hand to, to like pull rip down his underwear down. Side down and then the other side. No. It, in yeah. one motion, he takes his underwear off, gets into the shower and turns the water on all in one motion. Oh, and don't and forget, does sing Air Supply. He's singing Air Supply. I'm all out of love. I'm all out of love. He's How like a, cr- yeah. He turns into like Southern Stallone at one point when he's singing. That's what he sounds like. I'm all out of love. I'm, a, I'm all out of love. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. It's, it was bad, but I mean, in one motion, he's already singing. The water's not acclimated. It's the whole thing's a fucking mess. What if mess. he started singing like a song, and it was like the lyrics were so powerful, and it just hit her, and then he hit another Mulroon nerve. Boom! Boom! I, I want to. By the way, I want to clarify something here. What the the what my disrespect of Milroons and his profession? Yeah, I don't agree with it. It doesn't transfer over genders. I will say that. I whatever a woman's doing, that's fine because I respect the fact that whatever she's selling is worth something. We'll put it that way. Okay, so you're saying that Mulroons how dare worth he stand there and say that your dick is worth something? Your dick is worth nothing, Milroons. It's not. Okay. There's so many dicks out there. Yeah, but and any woman can go acquire one at any fucking okay. moment in time. Your dick is... I'd sit there and say, my dick is worth something. No, it's not. How okay, fucking listen. dare you, arrogant twat? No. Whereas a woman, I'm like, well, yeah. I'm surprised you give it away to anybody for free. I'm surprised wow. you let anybody have it for free because you don't have to. A feminist icon. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's shocking. Men should be thanking women every day because they really... I agree Somehow with you. we've gotten to the transaction where this we just get that. That's crazy. It's fucking amazing and I goodly agree. of you. Thank you. We must I say thank you. you ladies but for a guy to go out there and be like what i have is worth money to you a woman no <laughs> to another guy sure fine whatever i don't know what goes on between them but you don't think but that Mulroney's goods and services of no. being available no to like be a wedding date and to put on a performance you don't think that his time is worth anything i mean his time is You're, worth I'm something but his dick time, is worth nothing the time and also his i mean he does offer a lot of really great life advice to people his escorting services are worth something that's what i mean yeah so, but the, you're just saying the additional expense uh, okay. the whole thing's about the dick the yeah, whole escort okay, and the so wedding it's all just a bridge to a dick should, that should lump in with the six thousand i'm saying it's the end of everything yeah it doesn't matter okay. they're not gonna there's very few because women i'm his sure escorting that are services are are worth if you're something. already spending six grand it's not like you're not going to drop an 
another 1400 for dick afterwards. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why, wow. so what? I paid 50 for dinner. I'm not going to pay an extra like 1295 for dessert. Of course I am. What the <laughs> fuck? I'm already in for a penny, in for a pound. Lay that dick on me, Mulroons. That's what I'm talking about. Everybody's doing that, probably. He's laying dick all over up and down the East Coast. Now he's internationally laying pipe. This is ridiculous. He's got an empire is what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm tired of it. All based on his... No, he doesn't have this job anymore. Maruna dick? That's my point. He doesn't have this job anymore. I'm sorry. I just wanted to clarify that this is a per- so she man says, on man thing. She here. says... Man to man, not man on man. That sounds worse when we're dealing with a prostitute. Okay. But you know what I'm saying. Okay. Are you done now? Yes. <laughs> okay. Deborah Messing is sitting on her Jazzy John, and she is <laughs> she uh, is basically um, asking him questions. And Mo Runes is an open book. She's asking him questions about the interview, and she says that um, women have the exact love life that they want. And she asks him, "Do you really mean that?" Um, and he. <laughs> Says, yeah, he yeah. means it, and he says that if when you're ready to let go and be unsingle and unmiserable, then you will. Because she's like, do you think I want to be a single and miserable? Which is advice a ten year old would give if you get well. When you want to not do that, you will. This is the part where he's gumping. He's very every part he's gumping. He's no, very not every simple. part. When he's not gumping, he's then he's then he's gumping. No, he's pumping. He's, <laughs> he's pumping when he's not gumping. But otherwise, he's just like giving out these right fucking one liners. He's humping, pumping, and gumping. That's what this movie should have been called. Humping, pumping, and gumping. (laughs) 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 That's the movie. Why not call it that? I inhaled too hard. (laughs) Instead, they do wedding date just to have buzzwords. They should have put baby in there. Wedding baby date. They should have. They almost called it something borrowed. Oh, Christ, no. But it should have been. Humping, pumping, and gumping, baby. The Mulroons lays down the dick. That's the <laughs> subtitle. Co- colon, the Mulroons lays down the dick. Oh, jeez. Pipe okay. laying across the Atlantic. <laughs> Cross the pond, pipe laying. <laughs> it's the subtitle of it. <laughs> oh God! I got the gum pumping hump. The, the gum pumping hump. <laughs> okay. It's a classic. They're getting ready for bed, and she's building this weird fortress. He, she just had his dick right in her face well, for free. Yeah, she was reading for the free, article. I will say, and I think that's how he gets people to pay extra. Yeah, because he's, he's, like, he's showing off the merchandise. So I mean, it's like a butcher shop hanging <laughs> like a prosciutto in the window. You know what I mean? You see that? You go, hey, look at that. You know, <laughs> that looks pretty good. And then you go inside, and maybe you buy some more stuff. I think that's what he was he was just hanging it in the window like an imported ham. <laughs> just letting it fly from there, right? It's not an imported <laughs> Well, technically it was. It's over in England, so he came from America. Technically it was imported over there. <laughs> oh, I don't like you today. Okay. Okay. So she says, how did Jeffrey sound? He said he sounded tormented. That's the ex, by the way. Yeah, Jeffrey is the ex-fiance. And the Mulroon says he sounded tormented. <laughs> yeah, it's so tormented. Empty, aching. <laughs> like, aching, he's empty. saying all the right things. Yeah. And he's basically like Batman, the way that he talks. It's very... Yeah. It's very profound. He's a man of few words. He's really boiled it down. And... And he wears a utility belt. And so he, he had all those things together. He looks together. you right in the eyes. 
It doesn't matter what you're wearing. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> That's what he said about the tie. Yeah. Let me tell you something. He's like, I've we learned. can't be too matchy matchy. If you look people, if you look someone in the eye, they don't notice what you're wearing. I do. Like, no, they do notice what you're <laughs> number wearing. Number one, please do not make eye contact yeah. with me. And then number two, I definitely notice what and you're wearing. As you walked up to them, they took in ma'am. the whole picture. Yeah. It's not like you popped into their face with <laughs> hard eye contact. Wait, they have no wait, time wait. to look down. You know what, though? We've never tried that. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi. Uh, you don't have to have pants on, I guess, at that point. Although, if you pop in someone's face like that, you should probably have pants on. <laughs> Unless maybe they're paying the we've extra never for tried, it. We've always avoided eye contact, but maybe if you just engage. <laughs> I'm gonna get, that's from now if on. You aggressively engage in eye contact. Yep. Anyone trying to be friendly, they're getting a very like aggressive eye contact. I don't contact. want them to notice what I'm wearing. That's why they're like, Jesus. <laughs> I just make aggressive yeah. eye contact. Maybe they'll stop bothering me then. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, whoa, she makes eye contact from jump. Yeah, she makes hard eye contact. I'm jumping and gumping. <laughs> jumping, gumping, and fucking humping away. Humping and pumping. Okay. But a guy would be like, she must want to bang me if a chick gave eye contact. Whereas a woman would be like, oh my God, I need to call security. It's a much different fucking reaction. I don't know. Whereas guys are like, I can fuck this broad. Look at her. She looks crazy enough to fuck me. Okay. So she says, tormented how? Like, seeing me with someone else, you know, bothers him, or he regrets throwing away our life together. Who cares, yeah. DMS? And he was like, I don't know. No, he was just dead <laughs> sleeping, because he didn't Oh, care. yeah, that's right. He fell asleep, because who cares? Because that's what the moment called for, okay? She would have stayed up all night asking questions yeah. and analyzing, you know, blah, blah, right. blah, but he just decided, no, I'm going to go to sleep, and I'm going to let her deal with this. I'm going to let her confront this yeah. emotion. His physical, so he's a fucking therapist. You're right. His physical actions gave the message, bitch, please. That yeah. was basically like, yeah. and it works. That's yeah. what he needed to do for her, and then she was like, mm, bitch, please, yeah. I do need to stop. Mm-hmm. It works. I should stop asking yeah. these questions, and I should also go to bed. I should go to bed. Yeah, this is better. Okay. Hmm, penis, penis. And then she was thinking about his dick, because she kept- Imported ham. His, import, his big swinging imported ham. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> okay. Um, they're playing cricket now the next day. Deborah Messing With a is, tiny cricket bat. He's really making- She's really embarrassing herself, dumping cold water all over herself, because her ex-fiance is pitching, and I was like, yeah. ma'am. Um, anyway, so she... I don't know, by the way, I don't know if this was like an actual cricket or if this was like the badminton to tennis version of cricket because it was like they were using... He wasn't like bouncing it. It was a it, tiny bat. And yeah. they were using it. It wasn't a cricket bat. It was like a cricket bat, but miniature. It was like a like Look they give you. away at like the that day. on cricket. I have a cricket bat. I have a, and I've done episodes cricket on cricket. cricket. I've seen a cricket bat. They're not tiny. This thing was like a foot long and tiny. It was... It looked dangerous to use this thing to well, hit. I don't know what this was. I have no idea. They it was were doing smaller than something. a t-ball bat. It, it was, was tiny. very tiny. It yeah. did look like a children's t-ball. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she's spilling cold water on herself. She hits the ball. She gets tagged out. Um, and then she whispers in Mulroon's ear to strike out and lose the game. Uh, <laughs> not a chance. I would have told him to aim. I would have been like, you need to aim for his head. Yeah, what was she trying to give her ex-confidence? Yeah, what was that she, about? yeah like, you, you know, lose Fuck so that, that guy. he feels better about it. Like, what are you talking about? Like, she le- he yeah. left her at the altar. What are you talking about? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah. Crank it, baby. Hit Crank that it. thing out. Yeah. That's what Mulroons did, and he knocked it out of the park. It really pissed off Jeffrey, because he just seems like a really competitive yeah. Neanderthal-type dude. And uh, she's like, "What?" you know, Deborah Messing's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, Trust me. And yeah. you, you did trust him. 
Yeah. In that moment, it, she didn't she even. Did, yeah. She's hey. full of anxiety, and she just completely like relaxed and was like, oh, "It's all it takes. I do. Trust me. That's it. Trust me. That's it." Now I think that's the gumpin. I think, and that's not how cricket too. That you don't just swing away like baseball and try to hit it really far because otherwise they're I'm just. I'm thinking be, that this is a different game. It has to be because yeah. otherwise it would be we just have a baseball player yeah. go over there and be the greatest cricket player in the history of the world mm-hmm. in two seconds, basically. She done. is getting ready for the bachelorette party. It is golf themed. Uh, he. Dermot Mulrooney is driving her to the bar for them to go bar hopping. Uh, Deborah Messing on the road seems very intrigued by the escort industry. By the way, why is he driving? Does he know one where he's going? No. He's never driven in she London before. Half grew up there, but he's driving. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's fine. So she's very intrigued by the escort industry. She's you know asking him a lot of questions, and and she says like, "Do you ever find yourself attracted to clients?" She's She's very interested and intrigued, and then also like skeptical about Dr. Yeah. Mulroney's. Like, I don't. Even, she. I think she thinks of him like, like a weird like psychic or like a palm reader or something like that because she acts very skeptical about it. Yeah, and, like she's she keeps calling him the Yoda of escorts. Like she's dealt with. It's many. not. Yeah, it's it's not a complicated transaction. He lays yeah, some dick you, down and they throw money at yeah. him. It's pretty fucking. It's the literally the most simple transaction ever. Yeah, yeah, because he's like, you just need to be whatever the per, the client needs you to be. Yeah. Like needs you to do, and like it's all about reading people. Like you know whatever, yeah. and um, like, a, like a like and a then, fucking but, like, server or any other. I didn't understand her intrigue because all she asked was like, hi, are you available on these dates to be my date? Okay, cool. How much would that be? Great. I'll have cash for you. Yeah, but then it's like she's filming a documentary or something Ooh, later also, on. Do you think he reports all of his taxes? Like That's the thing. No, cash. no, he's not. Repo- he's definitely not reporting the dick cash. The New York Times. The he, New York Times. He can report the escort cash, but he can't report the extra dick cash because no, that's not even legal. That's he's got to report that. But then he's got expenses too, so I think he's got good write-offs. So I think he's going to do all right in the end. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's for like five days. So if he yeah. does this two, three times a month, this guy's rolling in. I'm just worried about it. I don't want him to evade his taxes. Well, I don't either. That's the thing. I picture this guy, 45 years old, not looking so great. Nobody's ringing. The no, phone's not great. ringing. He's in, tax pro- he's in tax troubles. You know, I don't know, man. I feel for the Mulroons. I think it's I about think the end of the road for him. Great. No, I think he's always going to no, look great. I'm pretty so. sure he still looks great. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still looks great. No, he probably looks 70. Yeah. No, he doesn't. He looks pretty wrinkly in this movie. He's got bad... Anyway, he's... Too much sun for the Mulroons. He tells her to close her eyes, and he, like, leans into her, and she looks terrified. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's like, close your eyes. It looks like she. Close he was like... your eyes. Yeah, I'm going to jam my thumb in you, is what it looked like he I'm told her. I'm not going to kiss you. <laughs> That's what he said. I'm not going to kiss you. He is going to be so sorry that he lost you. <laughs> You're wonderful. Like, <laughs> You're he's wonderful. like... <clears throat> Yeah, it's weird because he's like, and then she goes, "Wow, you're worth every penny." I'd have been like, "Uh, hi, this is day two. You have yeah. like, stop being weird." Like, I don't even know why she was being weird in the first place. But the, I don't understand this character. They really, there is no backstory. Normally in these movies, to know what's wrong with these people, uh. every time there's a fucking lead character, uh. there's like a voiceover. There's showing her in like middle school, yeah. getting like somebody stealing their boyfriend, and they, so you they know, give you an gal update. She is. Yeah. This is just like. They try to get all the exposition out of the way by yeah. the fact that she's brushing her teeth in an anal retentive way and he's telling her to chill out on a voicemail. Yeah. And he tells her a lot, you need to let go of the past. Which, okay, for for right. Deborah Messing, I would say that this is a $6,000 therapy 
session. Pretty much, yeah. And I think that she would have benefited from just going to therapy and working out her demons. Yeah. Um, and then she found being it, comfortable yeah. enough and secure enough to go to her sister's wedding solo. That would have been the healthy thing to do. But see, this is a romantic comedy. The, the ex-fiance thing was from like two years ago. It's, it's getting sad now at this yeah. point. Yeah, the, 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 in a romantic comedy, nothing is healthy. Everything that everybody does. she's pretty young and she's pretty. Oh yeah, she's fine. She's like, she's like 29 she's like her, or some yeah, shit like in the in movie. She's fine. She's but like, totally she's, fine. She looks very pretty. Her skin looks great. She dresses nice. Like no, she the mess have no is fine. D-Mess is doing fine. Yeah. She's, she's going to find somebody eventually here. So but I no. felt sad that she felt like she had to hire somebody. That's the point, though. In these yeah. romantic comedies, it's it's there's everyone's so sad all yeah. the time, and cousin so T- stuck. the the cousin TJ is jealous, and one of my favorite lines of this movie is she says, "Will somebody buy my hoo ha a drink?" Okay, it's funny. She's very. She's funny. Yeah. Okay, anyway. They just put dirty lines There's in the English accent, and the, they're like, look the at that, The bachelorette party is golf-themed, so they start off at uh, the one, and it's the first hole. You know, we get to, I don't know, I hope it's only nine. I would, Jesus. 18 would be that. Die. That's a... Um, the bachelor party is very sad. It's just the two of them. Um, it's just Jeffrey and the groom-to-be, Ed. Oh, Ed. And they are... Jeffrey's the ex once again, in case you forgot. Yeah, sorry if you can't. I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, we forgot a lot who the fuck people's names were. I'm like, who's this guy again? I never remembered who the hell anybody was yeah. in this movie. When they'd say names, I'd be like, you got to be more Jeffrey clear. is going over his woes and talking about, you know, that he he loves somebody and blah, blah, blah. And Ed's like, okay, cool. Like, this is my <laughs> Yeah, this bachelor is party. kind of my day. Yeah. Here. You know, we going to like do some, I don't know. Yeah. What are we doing here? You go to the strip club or what's what's shaking here, fucking yeah. Jeffrey. There's like a stripper. There's like strippers that come out and they're dancing and everybody even looks like, like Ed looks inconvenienced by, yeah. like, oh, come on. And Mulroons is there and he's showing up because he is, you know, invited to the bachelor party, obviously. <laughs> Clearly he's got to Who invite him. Who wouldn't invite yeah, he's him? Gonna, I mean, they're I polite. Would. And then I like how Jeffrey's like, look at him, talking about Mulroons. Yeah, and he's like, Over I there, hate him. All the American thinking yeah. he owns the place. And it was, he's says four words yeah he literally comes in real unassuming like and sits there. he's like i'll get a scotch and then he just sits there and sips it and doles yeah. out one-liner advice like he's doesn't like own he shit first he's met jeffrey at that party at the um the party for yeah. at the beginning he like goes outside and he talks to jeffrey and he's like wedding parties they're always like you know but he's like all he fucking profound like, with yeah. a stranger i was like sir never met him before what the hell was his line with that wedding parties remember. they're fucking supposed to be like this but they're always like this and it was like yeah really it's really it like yeah, yeah no shit it was something really obvious that you'd be like yeah what and stupid yeah. like if i just met somebody and they said that you? at a wedding i'd be like here he goes gumping okay and i'd be walking around the other side of the building mm-hmm. nice to meet you asshole i'm not talking to this fucking guy the girls are at um they're at their next bar it's the seventh bar and the deborah messing sees that the bartender is an ex-boyfriend of hers from His like high school is or woody yeah. and she's like woody and he goes not yet but it's getting there you know, so ha, 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 ha. amy adams oh, comes God, up and she says me. did you know that she broke up with you because you had funky breath and then she's giggling because she's super drunk yeah and this is when we start to understand that amy adams is kind of a turd um she's the she's, villain of the movie she's you know completely and deborah messing's like sorry she's drunk and then she's like i didn't like hurt you or anything right and he's like yeah you did like you yeah. know that was terrible of you and she's 
Yeah, I'm learning a lot about myself this trip. Um, <laughs> learning I'm an asshole. I'm having a spiritual journey. It's great. Um, but then anyway, so she uh, is talking to Amy Adams at the bar. And Amy Adams says that I can't do this. I can't get married tomorrow. You know, and she's like being really weird. Yeah. And remember, Jeffrey was also being weird at the bachelor party. Yeah, everybody's Maybe being those weird. two oh. things go together. Uh, possibly. Good God. I um, hope so. So it'll be almost over if they tell us. Yeah. She says that they shouldn't allow to be they, she should not be allowed to get married. Um, Amy Adams. Yeah. Because of how she treated him. And, yeah. And that's the mess is like, what? Yeah. When she doesn't answer. Ed is drunk and he's upset that Deborah Messing's ex fiance Jeffrey wanted him to sleep with a stripper. Dermot Mulroney says that he did the right thing. A man in love doesn't need a hooker. A man in love, from my experience, I found a man in love doesn't want a prostitute. That's yeah. what he said. It's like, yeah, and but that's not profound. Yeah. And then. If you love Ed, your wife, you don't want to bang some other broad. Yeah, that's true, you stupid. F- what are we talking about? Ed says um, to. To Dermot Mulroney, he's like, how do you know so much about so much? They really prop Dermot Mulroney up to be he like, said the five most words. wise. Yeah. And he is. He is very wise. It's no, nothing more wise than than an average senior quote in a yearbook. Literally nothing more than that that, that anybody would know. That is what, maybe they did like a senior yearbook quote generator. That's what they, it was. They, that's how they wrote. And then they wrote he his, even says, when he's toasting to the girls um, when he's leaving them for their bachelorette party. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> to the men that lost you. And the men that'll never have you, and to the men that have never that have never met you, like you know, whatever. Yeah, and all so the cheesy. girls are like, "He's the cock in the hen house." Yeah, like, what? It's so. It's so. That's what I don't get. Too, but all is, the cousins want to fuck Dermot. Mulder. They all want to fuck them. They're asking about his cock at one point. It's yeah. very strange. But they're staring at him like he's a like a thing of meat. Yeah, they're definitely looking at him like Dermot. Yeah, he's Dermot like, Mulroney. They're like, look at him. He's like a giant cheese steak. That's what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> He's an imported ham. <laughs> He's an imported ham, and I'm going to have a slice, a large one. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I don't want any Mulroon. Okay. Ugh. So he says, "How do you know so much about so much?" And Dermot Mulroney says, "I'm a hooker." And yeah. you know, Ed just thinks it's the funniest thing in the whole world. They do this joke a lot where the you know the stepdad asks Deborah Messing, like, where did you find him? And she goes, ah, the yellow pages. Yeah, they tell the truth and then they go, ha ha, that's hilarious. Ah, 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 ah. Every romantic comedy yeah. does that too. Everyone Such does a that. trope of those. So as they're leaving the uh, bachelorette party in a limo, Deborah Messing hits up the ATM, obviously, because she wants to get some because everybody's been talking up. Um, she, they've been horning her up. They're like, yeah. he's fucking hot. He's great. He's a, a, a Parma ham. Yeah. He's, as I'm telling you, get, yeah. import his ham right now. But she's at the ATM and she puts the money directly from the ATM right into her mouth. Yeah. That's. And I was like, she would definitely have coronavirus. Yeah. We were Disgusting. like, oh no, don't Man, do that. Don't put yeah. money in your mouth. Good Lord. Yuck. <laughs> that was one of the grossest. Besides the fact that she had sex with a male prostitute. Did, okay. That's I, the gross, second grossest thing that happened in this movie. I saw her put the money in her mouth, and then whenever I turned over and I looked at James, and his face was the crinkle face. 
Stuff like, oh, like gross food. Like, yeah, you yeah. were like, oh. Crazy. Like in another country. Not that Britain's a dirty place or anything, but, but uh, there's, there's different microbes floating around. It. Yeah, there's yeah. different microbes Everyone and shit. It. I don't know what's in a pound. Once I saw, I, <laughs> I don't know why. stuck in there from years ago. I don't know why I didn't believe that money was like gross and dirty. And then like whenever you see a cashier and they're wearing gloves and they're like they're handling money all the time and you see how gross their fingertips yeah. are, you're like, oh, that's from, oh, yuck. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, care because you like it, but it's gross still. Money, 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 money. Okay, so she gets back to the house from their bachelorette party. She wakes the Mulroons up. She takes him over to the boat out in front of her yeah, mom her, and dad's house. Her stepdad's got a boat that he's always like. He never takes it out. He's yeah. just always like washing it and sitting in yeah. the driveway. Um, and so he, she takes him to the boat to have boat sex, where they have boat sex to the sexiest man in music. Uh, Adam Levine, yuck. <laughs> and um, uh, this is where she raw dogs a male prostitute, by the way. Oh, stop. She, this was consensual. But she raw dogs him either yeah, way. She she's like, raw dog him, she's like, I don't need to get protected here. I'm sure he's I'm been, like Adam hasn't Levine, been around. Adam Levine, like his voice is not oh, love inducing condu- to me. Conducive to this whole thing. It's very well, high pitched. I don't know. I, I, I think this was just gross all around. And apparently yeah. she blew him at some point that was not seen okay. on camera as well. All right. Yeah. Cause we got to discuss this. So the next morning we are awake. Mulroons wakes up he, and they're on the boat and they're spooning. Um, and he smiles and he goes in the house. Deborah Messing wakes up. She has no idea what happened. Cause yeah. She was drunk. She asks him like, you know, Hey, what did we do last night? And he's like, Oh, nothing. He sees that she has, uh, she sees that she has cash in her purse and she was like, Uh Oh. What was D-Mess up to last night? Yeah. And he sees the cash in the purse and he gets upset. So he says to her in the shower, so he rips open the thing and she only covers her boobs, not her vagina. Not her vagina. All. Both arms. Could have had one arm over the boobs. and No, both arms over the boobs. Bottom portion just it's laying out there. <sighs> Waving hello. How's it going? This is my window. How you doing? There you are. But anyway, so she, he's telling her, like, if I was going to charge you for that, then I would have. And you're 300 pounds, or you're 300 short. Yeah. And then she says, 1,700? I would have to have paid you 1,700. And he's like, no, not $1,700. That's pounds. Yeah. And then he said that the extra 300 was for her doing it to him. Well, yeah, because she said was for the, he said was for the extra. And she said, well, what if I didn't want you to do that? And she, he said, not that, not me do it to you. You do it to me. So she blew him okay. for an extra $300. Because in the world of prostitution, like I know with, okay. This is male escortry. With male escortry of the crackhead variety no they, well if watch dope sick love okay. they go around some guy will pay another guy 50 bucks so he can blow the guy he will say here's okay. money and a blowjob which is the most amazing trap i don't think that these guys have figured out how capitalism works or money because the blowjob is worth money not the dick again cocky motherfuckers no pun intended <laughs> thinking that their dick is worth something but that's what i'm okay. saying yeah so she paid Essentially, she's supposed to pay extra to blow him. $300 he charges to get blown. Wow. Not even to completion either. Like, this is, it could well, be just. he didn't specify. Look, we didn't see their contract. We don't see the menu of we services. Don't. We have no idea what's happening. But we do know it's 1400 for sex and extra 300 to blow him. And I, for the record, I'm fine. If Dermot Mulroney wants to do that and he has a willing participant to pay $300 
for that experience. I don't I don't think that that's You're wasting your money, though. You're wasting your money, ladies. I know, but if she wants to pay him $300, and that's her problem. I, I agree. I, I, I think anybody who wants to pay anybody for anything, it's between those two people. It's none of my fucking business. But what I'm saying is she should know that she could get it for free. Well, anyway, she should get it for free. She ends, She does. She ends up getting it. He for keeps free. it. She, she they keeps have her a, money. They had a, they have a heated argument in the fridge. Yeah, because he's like, if you know, but nothing happened. Like they're doing that. Yeah, but they know they. But they both know yeah, that they, they had sex last happened. night, and <laughs> that is what happened too. And I don't understand why he was offended. No, because he told her like he shouldn't have been mad, because no. that was he already like he said if you want to get intimate. Yeah, there's then a yeah. He it's this much a, money, like it's extra, and so yeah. she, she was just like, oh, okay, and not like assuming that she would get it for free or at a discounted price. So she went to the, she was responsible, and she knew that she had to pay for it. So she went to go to the you know the ATM. It was a lot of like uh, like pretty woman moments. And then he saw the money, and he was like, if I wanted to charge you, I would have charged you. And it was yeah. like, bitch, you said that you were going to charge me. Which there was a lot of like pretty woman moments like yeah. that, where like first you know I'm charging you for everything, and then uh, then at some point I'm going to be offended that you want to pay me because now we've come to some like emotional understanding that we're mm-hmm. beyond that or something but, yeah. but it's unsaid yeah. it's to say they use the same uh, why plot he didn't just say hey listen or like not say anything when he sees the money who cares yeah who cares guess what she got it out she obviously wanted to bang me but uh you know it went well i'm gonna so, throw her one for I'm gonna free throw her one for free we'll see how it goes later on tonight give her a parma sandwich i think he charges i think it's fourteen hundred dollars per erection that's my wow that's my guess you think? He's like, yeah, he's like, if I'm going to get it up, that's 1,400 pounds for you. Wow. Sorry. No, $1,400. Pounds is over there. Oh, was, okay, okay, so, okay. What was, was it, 1,200? I don't know. It was, it was 1,400 pounds because they were in Britain, so they weren't going to, they were in the yeah. UK. They weren't going to like exchange it to dollars. Anyway, we'd like to see the contract and all of its. Yeah, his, his I'd like to see his list of services. Yeah. Where's his menu? Yeah. What do you got here? We'd like to see the contract. We'd like to see the menu of services, yeah. like all the things that he offers. And we'd like to... How far does he go? Maybe he's undervaluing it. That's what I'm saying. How far does it go? I mean, suppose somebody wants an Eiffel Tower job. Does he charge extra for that? How much extra? Does he pay the guy or is that a okay. separate contract with the now other guy? Silly. We don't fucking know. I don't think that that should be part of it. Well, I mean, we don't know what he does. Maybe he doesn't okay. participate in that at all. What now, I'm saying is I need to know what the Mulroons is willing to do. And Otherwise, this whole movie is confusing. He'd like to cover because he covers expenses. That's what I mean. He okay. does. He covers his own. Dance lessons time. Oh Jesus! Now, since they have been fighting in the fridge, now we will have dance fighting to Michael Bublé for like twelve seconds, and then they're she's, more happy than ever. She's like talking shit to him that he doesn't know how to dance. So then he, uh, she's like, "What's the matter? You got two left feet." And then he, you know, dips her and makes her fall, and then. She like looks at him like it's about to be Mr. and Mrs. Smith, like a slow-mo head yeah. turn where she's like, what the fuck? And then- yeah, There's slow-mo in this. Steps and scoffs his shoe. Slow-mo, slow-mo. And then they end up being like, hee, 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 like, isn't that funny? Well, by the end you of it, they're the most happy yeah. they've well, yeah, ever been. Yeah. <laughs> it's so strange. All the tension is gone. One Buble song it takes. I think dance fighting to Buble is custom in London. I believe I it is. I think that's how you solve all your problems. We there. would need somebody from the United Kingdom, I'm, of I'm course, not to sure. verify this, but I'm pretty sure dance fighting to I, I believe, Buble is yeah. 
It's, it's traditional. I believe that's how all litigation is settled there, as a matter yeah. of fact, uh, yeah. as well. Yeah. I think it's in court. Instead of taking like, well, people to court, you take them to go dance fight. In but that's what happens in Michael court. Bublé. I think that's oh. what court is. Okay. The guys in the big, there's people in those big wigs. You and, can dance. Yeah. And then they fucking do that. <laughs> they and ask you to dance. You can go, I've seen enough. And they just, oh, wait, I have a gavel here. So, that's enough. Enough. You can no more. no objections. <laughs> no more. That's enough. I get the picture. <laughs> you may continue. Buble settles arguments. Apparently. Or causes them. Don't know. Well, it depends. Okay. So sh- we heard earlier that he normally doesn't say yes to weddings. Um, normally he says yes to funerals. So she asks him, like, you know, so you never really say yes to weddings. So why did you pick me? And yeah. he says... There was something in your voice. <laughs> was it desperation? <laughs> Sounded and like... And the seven voicemails that you left me, and I... I bet I could charge this chick $6,000 to go for three days and hang out in England. Yeah. On her dime. Yeah. Maybe That's what he it was, was just taking advantage of her. Yeah, he knew she was desperate. So she says to him, you know what pisses me off? I have been spilling my guts to you all weekend, and I don't know a thing about you. Oh, boom. So now we get our little Snapple facts, yeah. romance novel Three thing, facts you get about Where he them. says, I'm allergic to fabric softener. I yeah. studied whatever literature. Comparative literature, Comparative at, literature. at Brown. At so Brown. he's an Ivy League guy. So he's got something to so fall what? back on. Well, they had to make him deep. Oh, he's not only, you know, uh, uh, laying down the dick at a professional level, but he's also, you know, he studied literature at Ivy League school. He's oh, well he's deep. Oh, my. He says he hates anchovies. I think I'd miss you, even if we never met. Yeah, that's it. Womp, womp, womp. That's that's him in a this nutshell, everybody. This is when everybody. I play a fart noise. Yeah, this is a major fart noise moment. You should download the fart app, and you should always punctuate shitty moments with a fart. Sarah, I do it. Sarah does it quite often. Our home. But James is... won't let me do it on the plane. It's a plane. We have to spend time <laughs> with these people for a long time. <laughs> and we don't know. Okay, so I said I wanted to play the fart noise while everybody was ushering in there because we had to wait a long our flight was delayed so we had to wait a long time and I wanted to play the fart noise and James said no because he said they're going to look at me yeah they're not going to look at you <laughs> they're going to see my phone open to the fart app no they're not they're not going to know what that is half these people oh <laughs> because I make eye contact with them yeah, with my new that's eye contact the problem. they'll never know that they'll it's never the know app. that's the thing this so. is great my, all of my silly pranks will become more fun because I'm doing my aggressive eye contact yeah. Uh, please don't uh, make eye contact with me. Right, okay. All right. Reveal so, the damn whole point of this. Pile Amy of Adams' shit. fiance wants to find her to serve her first. And then um, the stepdad says to Dermot Mulroney, he says, You seem to have a way with women. Why don't you go round up the bride? So Dermot Mulroney, he walks up. You met her yesterday. And he uh, he walks up on on. Um, Amy Adams and Jeffrey, Deborah Messing's ex-fiance. They're in a very passionate exchange. It's an argument. He's yeah, like, no, why are you heated. bringing this up now? I love Ed. What do you want? And he says, I want you to tell me what shirt you want me to wear because he sees Mulroons yeah, in yeah. there. To the, to the rehearsal dinner. The so he, he runs away. So Jeffrey runs away and then Dermot Mulroney goes outside and he stands next to Amy Adams and he's just ready and available to listen. Yeah, he's just like, hey, I'm here. And he just like turns he's around. Sta- he walks in there and he, uh, toward the he water. Just, you know, folds his arms and he's just looking out at the water. And she's like, why did you come? And he's like, well, your dad wanted me to see if you're okay. Shoulder to cry on, pipe to lay. I'm here for you, baby. Gumpin' 
Humping and pumping. It's pumping, humping, and gumping. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, so he's ready to listen. So she starts to go in on this whole thing with him. Like, you know, it all started. And uh, <sighs> anyway, Deborah Messing's ex-fiance goes to her to tell her, uh, to Deborah Messing to tell her something. So he's going to reveal what happened. And Dermot Mulroney walks up. Um, looking flawless and concerned. Oh, uh, and She's always De- concerned. So she's in the middle of talking to him, and, and Deborah Messing runs over to Dermot Mulroney, because, of course, you would. Uh, he <laughs> looks very vulnerable, very concerned right now. Um, and he just says, like, no, it's okay. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm he can right. handle this. Um, the... The Jeffrey. dad oh, is having a conversation with Mulroney, and he says this. And Dermot Mulroney, like, so the dad offers him an anchovy, like, curled up on a toothpick, and uh, Mulroney says, "This may not make sense to you, sir, but I'd like to date your daughter." And the the dad says, "I thought you already were." And Dermot Mulroney, point of that exchange either. Well, so the dad was talking about. No, I get it, the but how it was he met, unnecessary. He fell in love with her immediately, and then yeah. Dermot Mulroney realized that you know not only does he love her, but like hearing all these stories about her, like he really does love her. So he's like, I'd like to ask because he's a gentleman, the Mulroney. Yeah, he's a gentle hooker. Oh, he's a male hooker. No, he's a he's mucker. An onion. He's a mucker. No. Yes. He is. Dermot Mulroney. Mulroney. Yep. That's okay, something. so he. How many of those onions involve his cock? That's what I'd like to know. Mm-hmm. How many of those layers mm-hmm. have a cock under it? When you peel I think it? it's every other. Peel, cock. Oh, look at that. He went to brown. Yeah. Oh, another cock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hope he doesn't like anchovies. And here's some cock. <laughs> All right, I got you now. Now I see what's happening. Rehearsal dinner. Uh, a boring story about Tony P. Pants is happening. Uh, Deborah Messing gets up. The ex-fiance gets up. Um, and then Mulroons gets up and they, he follows them. Deborah Messing is, uh, says, you know, to, so Jeffrey starts in a to wine cellar looking for bottles of wine. Jeffrey, Jeffrey's trying to like say to her all this stuff, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it sounds like he's saying like, you know, when you mess up and then you really love somebody and da, 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 da. So, uh, Deborah Messing says, I'm just sick of you and me and our whole story type of thing. Like, don't worry about it. And so we start to see like, okay, she's accepted herself. Yeah. She's accepted hey, it's over between she us. She loves Dermot Mulroney now, and this is good. Um, but then the ex-fiance hits her with, uh, I slept with your sister. Row. Uh, he says, that's why he broke up with her. It was happening two years ago. They shagged and shagged and shagged until they both knew that it was wrong. And then her and Ed got together. And, you know, Jeffrey is Ed's best friend. But then after that, it's never happened. Yeah. Um, and then he says, after Ed proposed to her, I realized I was in love with her. And then he says, good Lord, say something. She runs away. She runs into her cousin. And her cousin's like, oh, no, what's wrong? Oh, no, you told her. Um, so then Amy, oh no, 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 Deborah Messing is upset because TJ knows about it and then everybody knows, everybody about, knows it. about it. Amy, Ad- oh, so Mulroons goes up and hugs her. Amy Adams says to Mulroons, you know, I can't believe that you told her rude to assume that it was him, but that's whatever. That's rude fine. Rude to the moons. The runes. The moons. Rude to the runes. She's upset. Um, Deborah Messing is upset with Dermot Mulroney for not telling her sooner. I understand this emotion, but also, like, one, they haven't had a, a moment together to, like, discuss it. When's a good time to talk about that? Yeah, who knows? And also, it's really not his place to tell you. That's a good point. Yeah. Jeffrey's been trying to tell you. So, I mean, I will give him that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like he's not willing. He's been try- He's tried two times. For some reason. Yeah. We he's don't know why. He's tried two times to say something and yeah. Dermot Mulroney's gotten in the way. He keeps popping up. 
He's always there. The he's always ruining. He's always popping up. Ruining, mul ruining. Ruining ain't easy. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Mulroon starts hitting her with some therapy, right? Yeah, it's, it's all Because she, she's basically saying to him that he's a liar and she can't believe that he kept that from her. Which you don't know him. This is like your third or fourth day That's together. That's what I'm saying. You're immediately like, this hurt by it? Yeah, who but cares? it's fine. So what he owe you? She's like... Um, Besides, yeah, six I can't grand. believe that you didn't tell me you're a liar. And she tells him that she paid six thousand dollars and flew him there, you know, to prove to everybody else that you know it's for a lie. And then she says, "But you know, I'm the only one who believed it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which yeah. it's like, okay, lady, like you need to get it together. But Relax. Of course. Then we have Mulroney and his just gumping. Yeah. He says, "Go ahead, Kate. Hate me or Cat." Cat. Can I call her cat or Kate? Cat. Cat. Go ahead, cat. Hate me. It's like, ugh, yuck. Yeah. And he does this whole thing. So he goes and offers to stay at the boathouse. Uh, no, he goes to go stay at a hotel, but Ed gives him the boathouse and he gives him the yeah. car. Uh, Amy Adams goes in to wish, she goes to like thank Deborah Messing for not outing her in front of her fiance because she wants to tell him, but she doesn't want to tell him the night before their wedding. Yeah. Because that's not the right of time to do not. it. Of course not. No, uh, no time like the now, Amy. Uh, so she, uh, Deborah Messing says to her, I mean, really, just burns are good. The the Mulroons is uh, rubbing off on her a little bit. Uh, she says, <laughs> no, you're right. You should wait. He's rubbing that off way, on her, all right. That way, when he hears that you repeatedly screwed his best friend, he won't feel like his whole world is ending and like blah, blah, oh, blah. Yeah, yeah. Really a devastating blow to the Aimster. Uh, go, Deb. Levels her. <clears throat> yeah, she levels her. Mulroons tries to get the next flight out, but he can't. Uh, and then, you know, it's wedding day time. Dad finds Deborah Messing sitting outside on a step and he asks her, why did you let him go? She says it's complicated. Um, and <laughs> mm. it's really complicated, Dad. Okay. How much time do you have? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got my sister apparently about. was fucking Jeffrey and that's why we're not getting married. And apparently, weird, right? Yeah. And then apparently they were banging a lot and then they were like, this is wrong. <laughs> And not before, but now that like we've after. destroyed lives, yeah, this fine. is wrong. This is wrong, right? Okay. Anyway, so then the apparently the dad read this article and interview that the Mulroons was in, and that's you know that's he brings all it that up. Deborah, he like, doesn't know it's the Mulroons. He's like, I read this article a while back in New York Times Magazine where this guy said, "What the fuck did he say?" Is that every woman has the exact love life oh. that she wants? And yeah, it's like she... every person has the exact love life yeah. that they want, not just a woman, but okay. Yeah, yeah, you all do. Yeah, that's the, the guys who complain they the can't exact, get laid. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Yes, you can. Just try. try. I've been saying that forever. If you've heard, we were her. just watching Below Deck, and this this one guy, one of the deckhands, he said that he's like, just don't be creepy, and like have a sense of humor. <laughs> don't be creepy. Try to present yourself reasonably not gross. Yeah, resist the urge to be disgusting. Fucking fix the little things that you can. The other things, make them, you know, as a, whatever, as palatable as possible. Nobody's fucking perfect. Throw a half-decent shirt on and get yourself out there and try. Because guess what? Women are paying for dick. And what the fuck are you doing? Sitting in a fucking you basement complaining? Sir. Yeah, I yeah. am. We are in a Sitting basement. around. You're complaining. Fucking complaining. But I'm not complaining that I can't find a woman that no, James be is with. No, society uh, yes i'm annoyed with these guys get out there and hustle for your fucking ass if you want it maroons does that's he hustles for it and then he gets paid for it god damn it you Good can't even him. get people to fucking have sex with you with no money transacting mm-hmm. pathetic um so anyway the dad asks her is he the guy for you then go get him so she's gonna go get him she runs off she steals the car that's just married 
Uh, Amy Adams calls Ed into the room right before the wedding. Uh, great timing. She lets him know that she has been having sex with uh, Jeffrey, and it was right before they started dating, and uh, Ed says, I always knew that you were seeing somebody before me, but I didn't know that it was Jeffrey. Uh, and actually... This was a really nice thing. Ed was like, does Kat know? And then he was he was mad at Jeffrey for doing that to Kat. Because, like, I mean, they weren't... He, she wasn't cheating on him yeah, which with was, Jeffrey, but... That's a, that, that, that part of it was like, who mm-hmm. he's chasing his friend because that you hurt your fiancé. It was so stupid. So, uh, Deborah Messing runs to the boathouse. There's an envelope that says Kat on it. It's a full refund. Not even prorated. That's yeah. how nice of a guy Mulroons is. Not even expenses taken out or anything like that. <laughs> Full took 6K, out. it's yeah. all there. Yeah. He's a man of the people for the people. I suppose. He'll fuck the people. Well, for a price. For a price. Uh, Ed is very upset about the news. Um, he's chasing Jeffrey through the cemetery. Um, yeah, it's just so stupid. And then he's chasing him down the road. And it's kind of like a little bit, you know, comical. They might as well just like put whatever. the Benny Hill music mm-hmm. on. Here's Mulroons. He comes up. He's driving in the car. And he rescues rescues Ed from chasing down Jeffrey. He says, he's halfway to France by now. Like, don't even worry about him yeah. anymore. Then they park at like a makeout point for a while. No, it was just in the road. But the way he pulled, like, it was to- like overlooking a view. It was totally like they were going to start jerking each other off. Yeah, it was but like- you're still like in the road inconveniencing people so drive turn around drive what are you doing so anyway dudes i want a buddy comedy with mulroons and ed yeah but um but this is where i wrote down that being in mulroons presence is enlightening um i think we could all use a session with him because uh ed says that he He his epiphanies she's always on she's always been on a pedestal to him and he goes ever since I put her there. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Like, just being in your presence is making me realize a lot about myself. He did nothing to Um, prompt this wisdom, by the way. No, no, no. He's just being quiet and listening. Um, So, Mulroons talks Ed into going back and getting married to Amy Adams, which is fine, because she wasn't really technically cheating on Ed. She just lied to him about who she was seeing before they got married. And he's like, go have the best makeup sex. Great, yeah. Whatever. Because it was a running joke that they like, never also, been in a fight. But also, if it's a toxic situation, like maybe... Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. This could get very layered. And they get married. Mulroon yeah. steps in as the best man because Jeffrey's still be. running through a field somewhere. Yeah, of course. And you know what? So he became the best... So he's he runs into Deborah Messing and, and he's like, you know, hey, let's... You know, I'd yeah. rather fight with you than make love with anybody else. Boom. And um, Mulroon nerve. And then uh, he's, she's like, where are you going? And he goes, I have, I'm the best man. I'm the best. Why I wouldn't think, he just pull one of the other ushers over to be the best man? These are know. presumably people he knows but rather maybe, than this guy. Okay, but James, go with me on this. Mm. Maybe that's why he doesn't always say yes to weddings. Because yes, he yeah. thinks that he is the best man. Well, um, but like maybe he doesn't say yes to weddings yeah. unless he's like convinced that he can step in as the best man. I think you might have a point. I think because he knows he just what he does. He doesn't want to ever. He's enlightened. Well, he doesn't want to ever like lie to the public. No. I think is what it is. So if he goes yeah. to a wedding, yeah. and he's in the audience just hanging out, and you would know someone that whoever is, is the best man is not really. The he's best man. objectively not the best man yeah. who's there. So yeah. clearly that's the problem. He's like, well, I won't be a party to this. I, you know, if yeah. I come there. I the won't, best I man yeah. will be me because clearly I am the best. Yeah, man. anyone else getting pay- anyone else getting paid for their dick? No, best man, <laughs> right here. Thank you. I will have a toast ready later on this evening. 
and it will be beautiful. <laughs> it'll be gorgeous. Let me tell you something. It will be beautiful. How's um, he going to do a best man toast? He knows nothing about this person. He just oh, no, met no, no, him. no. He knows all about They've them. They've talked for seven minutes. No, no, no. He knows all about them. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so after the wedding, T- the cousin TJ learns, you know, it says like they're all dancing and it's, you can dance <laughs> yeah. if they ask you to dance. And they're Michael doing the, the animal house fucking. They're doing know. like after the wedding, dot, yeah. dot, dot. TJ learned how Woody got his nickname. Ed and Amy learned that makeup sex was worth fighting for. Ugh. Nick quit the business and took Kat out on their very first date. Nick paid. And then Jeffrey is a fucking lunatic sex offender who gets out of the shower, sees a hot girl in the house across from his, and then starts doing nude pull-ups. In front of her face. That's really aggressive. Here's my dick. This is not a ham that I would like to see. No. No, that's bad. So. Dermot Mulroney knows when to show the ham. Jeffrey he does. doesn't know. He knows. When you're sitting on the toilet reading from his article, you show up and you <laughs> swing it in her face at that point. That's when it's... Jeffrey it's, can that's take a, a shop few window pointers. That. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so that's it. That's all. It ends on the Michael Buble singing, I want to go home. Me too. So I also want to go home. Oh, shit. But you know where else we could go? Because we can't go home right now. I got an idea. We could go to the Heigl meter. To the Heigl meter. The Heigl meter is our unit of measurement. It is our rating system. We rate our movies on a scale of one Heigl to five Heigls. Five Heigls being the worst movie you've ever seen. Most punishing one. Not that bad. Um, James went first last week. So yeah. this week I will give this movie eight negative 89 Heigls. Um, wow, because, you loved it. No, because it's this movie is hysterical for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> I love it. I Dermot Mulroney, I really wish that you, and I, I hope that you will take our advice, um, therapy sessions on the radio. Just do yeah. it. Like, just do it. I just want you to do that. Um, I, I want love, life, and happiness advice. I want him to take phone calls. I want him to, like, talk we were, us all down. You already have a name for the show. Yeah, what is it? Pumping, Humping, and Gumping. No. That's the name of the show. No, no, no. His would be more classy. Oh, okay. So... That's what you got. I really think that the tagline should be, he's always real, never phony. Get your life, love, and happiness advice from Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> it's not bad. I think it would be. 99.9 Poojaz. That's not bad. I don't okay. know any other radio call signs, so no. it's Poojaz. It's Poojaz forever. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. All right. Is it my turn now? James, it is now your turn. Okay. Well, this movie is all that has ever been wrong with cinema. Yeah, this movie is everything that's wrong with uh this is how a pandering pile of shit. No. It's insulting to fucking women because yeah. that's who it's made for. And it's yeah. like, here's some shit we slap together. Yeah. Look, he's pretty handsome. You like a shoulder to fucking cry on. Wouldn't it be terrible if your little sister fucked your fiance? Yeah, it would, right? It's just stupid wedding date. They throw buzzwords into it. And it's got... fair broken up yeah. fiance, and it's, stepdad. It's, quote, from a book, but it's also sort of Taming of the Shrew without the of the fucking one can't get married without the other. Otherwise, it's Taming of the Shrew anyway. Yeah. So that's fucking annoying. So yeah. it's from a book that pilfered Shakespeare. Fuck this movie right in its fucking ass. I would say... How much would you charge it? A lot. Let's see here. More than 1700 I would say, let's do the Heigels here. Let's add okay. them up. Okay. Uh, first, we do a 6000 Heigel fee right off the top. <laughs> Like Mulroney, okay? Then another 1,400 Heigels, because I feel like I've been fucked by it also, so that's another 1,400. to you? So we're up to 7,400 Heigels oh, wait, now. Wait, wait, wait. 
not seventeen hundred, just fourteen hundred. Well, it's been fucked. Okay. As I was going to say, okay. um, and I do, I don't feel like this movie has given me any uh, any oral action at all here. So the three hundred doesn't count. So seventy four hundred Heigels total. Okay, uh, there I would say yes, seventy four hundred Heigels. Fuck this movie. It's your favorite. It's and anything like it. No. Yes. You loved it. <sighs> All right, well, if you also loved this uh, movie or even just our retelling of this movie, you can find us on social media. We're Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.com slash You Got Heigled. Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. We do bonus episodes every other week on, uh-oh, what is that called? Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash You Got Heigled. Same spelling. We talk 90 Day Fiance. We t- we do Fuck, Mary Kill for that. Um, it's always pretty funny because we like to pick difficult ones. Make fun of reality shows, and we talk about weird movie games that we have, and yeah. it's it's fun. We have a good time. Trust yeah, us. Yeah, we have a good time. Yeah. Um, whether or not you do is up to you. Okay. Um. So yeah, patreon.com slash you got high gold. Uh, our PayPal is you got high gold at gmail.com. So also, if you want to email us, that's that as well. Yeah. Um. If you like this show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Helps Five a lot. Five stars if you really like it. If not, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Just move on with your life. <laughs> yeah. Move on with your day. It's not. Go give a restaurant a bad Yelp review. It'll make you feel better. Go do anything else with your time. Yeah. Really. Anyway, it's fine. If you've um, listened to this to where we're talking now, then you you've got some form of enjoyment out of it. Yeah. So give us five stars. And yeah, because I turn everything <laughs> off if I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, but just like don't be a jerk. It's not a big. That's deal. like eating an entire care. meal and dessert, and then when the check comes, you go, "I, I won't really pay for it. it." The whole thing was terrible. I really hated <laughs> well, it. you fucking ate the whole thing. So yeah. five stars. Um, if you uh oh. <laughs> If you want to buy merch, we just have yeah. we have a new design up of I'm Abroad. Yeah. Um, we have Alpha Fox Trot Fuck Your Mother. I probably will make big cog energy <laughs> yeah, at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, you're going to need that. Um, that's at com. I think I put it in the bios of all the social media profiles. If you want to tell me that I mixed up Clarissa Explains It All and the other girl <laughs> that I always can... Uh, Alex Mack, if you want to tell yeah. me that I confused them, I probably just did it again. Um, sure. I'm Twitter and Instagram.com slash at Sarah H is funny. Um, yeah. S-A-R-A-H is funny. You have books. And I have ugh, I have books. They're on Amazon. They're not. Such a sale they're really funny. Such too. A That's what she pitch. does. Um, I wrote funny. two books. They're on Amazon and they are about complaining. And I love complaining. It's my favorite. And I host a Complaints Monday. Usually on Monday on Instagram stories, we just complain about petty shit. And it's so fun. Yeah, definitely. I love it. But yeah, that's Twitter or Instagram at Sarah H is funny. Definitely. definitely. Oh, you can find me at Jimmy P is funny on all of the normal places that you can find stuff. I took his name. You can also listen to uh, listen to me on other shows, including Crime and Sports every Tuesday, wherever you listen to podcasts and Small Town Murder every Thursday. Again, wherever you listen to stuff like that. And uh, hope to see you over there. Yeah, I hope to see you over there. But, James, we do have some new delightful people Ooh, who yay. have joined us on Patreon. Shout oh, I love this. This is my yes. favorite part of the show. I love these damn people. We have Christine, with no last name. Uh, Christine. Adelaide Tinkler. Hello, Adelaide Tinkler. That Christ- sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds like... She's the Adelaide Tink- Tinkler. Sounds that's a like great a, name. Like a... Sounds like a British wrestling name. Yeah. Adelaide Tinkler. Hello. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Christine Valdez, Namita Kara, Gianna DeLuca, Day Spurring, uh, Gariscus, 
Okay. It says it's Tim Carter in the email, so who knows? Uh, I'm probably saying something disgusting, and I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> uh, Bree Brock and Emily Busca. Thank you. And thank everybody you. is wonderful, and we love you, and thank you guys you. are wonderful. And thank you for joining us on this journey uh, called Through The shit. Wedding Date. Oh, God, it was and terrible. Go heigle yourselves. Go heigle yourselves, everybody. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.